Welcome to the Montana Real Estate Podcast, where we will pull back the curtain and answer all of your Montana real estate questions. Buying and selling real estate in Montana can be challenging, and local knowledge is the key. We will explore the different areas of the state and educate you on issues that play a role in Montana real estate transactions. This podcast is hosted by Will Friedner, a broker with Glacier Sotheby's International Realty in Whitefish, Montana. Now, here's Will with today's episode. Well, hello there, everyone. I'd like to welcome you to episode 17 of the Montana Real Estate Podcast. This is your host, Will Friedner. And today, we're going to talk about title insurance policies, why you need one, and what they are. I get a lot of questions from people who ask me about title insurance and and what it is and why they need it. So let's talk about how they work and what they cover. A title insurance policy basically guarantees that the house that you're buying is being sold free and clear of any liens or judgments that may be attached to the house. The last thing you want to do is buy a place that has a large bill attached to it. So with the title policy, you don't have to worry about that. And if you're using financing, lenders will require a title policy on every sale, basically to protect their investment. So when you're in the process of buying the house, you'll receive from your agent or the title company the title commitment that tells you everything that's been attached to the house legally, and it'll tell you everything that the policy covers and any of the exceptions. And again, the exceptions are the things that have been recorded against the properties. Some examples of the exceptions are any covenants that are on the property, any tax bills. You'll also see whoever owns the place at the moment. You'll see the lien from the bank if they've financed it, and they'll also have any easements on there. And like I said earlier, any liens or bills attached by a company must be paid off by the owner before the sale can be complete. So say a plumber came and did some work on the house before you bought it, and and that owner never paid them. They can file a lien on it, and that protects the plumber, and then when the house sells, he'll get his money. So what should you be looking for when, you, when you're looking over your title commitment? Well, the first and most obvious thing is the legal description. You want to make sure that the property they are insuring is the property that you're actually buying. The legal description will obviously tell you right where it is, and there'll be a plat map included to show you what exactly you're buying. And you always want to look at the covenants. The covenants will be included. Uh, If you live in a subdivision, the covenants are the rules that are put in place when the subdivision is started. And when you buy into that, you're agreeing to those rules. And these rules could affect you greatly if you're not paying attention. Again, all covenants are different, and it just depends on who started the subdivision and how strict the covenants are. They can require that a certain size home needs to be built. If it's just a lot, they can tell you the type of siding that they require in the look of the house. They can say you can build a shop or you can't build a shop. They can tell you what kind of fencing you can have. There's all kinds of things that people can put on there. So be sure to read the covenants and read them carefully so you don't buy a place and get in there and find out that you can't do something you want to do. The other thing that will show up on the title commitment is any easements that may have been recorded on the property. For example, if you're out in the country, you know, there may be something on there that the people from a neighboring property, it might be a farmer, may have worked out a deal that he can drive across uh, your property to access their property. And so, If they've recorded that and that's 
a legal document, it means that you cannot change that. You can't move in and say, hey, I don't agree to this. You know, you'll have to get the neighbor to sign off on it to remove the easement. So another good good thing to look at and make sure you're not getting into something that you don't want. Many times in this area, there'll be old easements for like lumber companies or or mining companies. You know, I I bought a place one time and there was an easement for a lumber company that said that they're allowed to use your property to to move timber across it. Well, the lumber company had gone out of business in the early 1900s, so you don't have to worry about that. And because they recorded it legally on the on the property, it just stays on there, and it can't really come off, or it'd be very difficult to get it off because the companies are long gone, and there's really nobody that can officially sign for them. If you're worried about this type of easement, call the title company and ask about it. There's really nothing to worry about in most cases, so it just is a little disturbing if you see <laughs> that somebody can start working or moving equipment across your property, but a lot of times it's nothing really to worry about. So a lot of times you'll also have easements that will be recorded by the utility companies for power lines or gas lines that run across your property. These are all pretty standard and it just protects the power companies from a homeowner removing any of the lines or tampering with any of their lines that go through the property. Again, if you're concerned about that, the title company can talk to you and and let you know about any of these issues that may come up on your policy. So the moral of the story is the title insurance is a good thing. It's protecting you against your biggest investment. And you should make sure that your agent reviews it along with you and, and know everything you're getting into before you close on the deal because you really don't want to get into something with restrictive easements that don't allow you to do something or some agreement that the farmer is going to be driving his his equipment through the property. There's many laws against easements and how they work, and we can go into that in another episode. But again, talk to your agent, talk to the title company, and find out if there's anything to worry about or exactly how this works. And if there is an easement that you want to get rid of in the future or right away, find out or do the research on how difficult that may be. So if you have any questions on easements or anything we talked about in this episode, feel free to contact me. Other than that, we will see you guys next week. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That concludes another episode of the Montana Real Estate Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you will join us next week for our next episode. If you have any questions or would like to know more about this episode, please feel free to contact me at Montana Real Estate Podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at Montana Real Estate Podcast.com. Or if you want to call, you can call me at 406 249 1735. We'll see you all next week. Bye.